Welcome to Butterbarn Banter, where we talk about a new Fortnite Battle Royale topic every episode. I'm Emma. And I'm Anna. And this is Casey Meowian. And this week we are talking about Fortnite lore, the storyline basically, including our own lore. We'll also talk about the beginning of Chapter 3, Season 3, and some interesting things we noticed while playing Fortnite in other languages. But before we get into all that, let's give our usual update. So, Anna, what level did you get to before the end of last season? I got to level 149. I just wasn't super motivated to get my level up until the end, and then I realized that there was no way I was going to get to level 200 by the end of it. (laughs) But I got to uh, the silver level of the special Battle Pass skin, so I think I got a silver Kiara Ko and silver Doctor Strange. And I'm currently at level 9 in the new season. I think I finished around level 135 last season. I wasn't playing a lot very much during the end of it, and I didn't really care about getting any of the extra skins, so I was fine with that. And I am at level 15 right now. I was actually playing earlier today, and I leveled up a lot, so that was great. Great. I just remembered, too, that last season I was focused on getting all of the... Um, fish? Yes, I was <laughs> I was focused on getting the fish. I didn't get all of them. I did get all the NPCs. I think I have four or five fish left to get, but I also I wanted to get all the quests done so that I would yeah. know all of the storyline. Yeah. I think I, I think I did all of the story quests, but I didn't do all of the weekly quests. And did you purchase anything new from the item shop? Yes. The only thing I recall buying since we last recorded is the spinning office chair emote, which is called Office Chariot. So I think that's it. (laughs) Emma, did you buy anything? I did. I got a new skin, which is the brat, the hot dog skin, this sentient hot dog wearing clothes. (laughs) (laughs) And you have the hot dog necklace. Yes, and a hot dog back bling. Originally, I was like... I wanted the back bling, um, but then I decided I should get him too, and I love it. I think it's great. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty cute. Yeah, we need. I think we need more silly skins like that. Like everything yeah. in the in the battle pass, which we will talk about in a moment, is they're just like normal normal people, and I think we need more animals and food and stuff like that. Yeah. I think last season's Battle Pass, we talked about it was pretty boring, although I ended up buying it. Did you? I bought it because it would give me more V-Bucks. Yeah. Basically the same for me. So once you get near level 100, then you've at least received back all the V-Bucks that you spent on the Battle Pass originally. So you can get a profit of a few hundred by the end of it. And then I bought the new battle pass right away so right now i only have 200 v bucks and i don't want to spend real money on any more right now yeah i can't get anything we can do a quick review of the current battle pass i'll pull that up yes so the special bonus skin coming later on this season is indiana jones 
I was hoping it would be Vision from Marvel because I saw something about that being a possibility because I love robots, so that would have been nice. I really don't care about Indiana Jones. <laughs> I think I saw one of the movies a long time ago and that's it. But, hey, it's a popular character. Previously we had Prowler. I think Carnage was one of those skins too. So it's always, at least in the last few seasons when we've played the... Special skin has been something that has its own quests you have to do to earn it, and it has a whole lot of different accessories like back blings and emotes and stuff like that. Yep. So at the beginning of the battle pass for this season is Evie, who is a very normal looking girl. Yeah. She has a lot of outfits. Bright red pants. Yes. Her basic form is yeah, bright red pants. A white belt that is very long and hangs off, and a white tank top with an X on it, and she has short black hair, red sunglasses, and one red bracelet, one blue bracelet. A lot of her things are blue on one side and red on the other. Yes. Like her back bling and her harvesting tool blades. The next skin is the uh, customizable skin of the season. Yes. So last season, the customizable thing that you got quests to build was the... What was it called? The Omnisword. Oh, the Omnisword. Yeah. So I did end up collecting all of the Omnisword pieces, even though I really don't care about the Omnisword. <laughs> but this time it was an actual skin, similar to Tuna Fish a few seasons back, where you could get different colors for him. Now we have Snap, who I love. He is an action figure sort of character and you have quests to get different parts that you can switch out on him. Yeah, like different head, arms, torso, legs, and you can also have a different type of arm on each side. Yeah, I didn't know that till yesterday when I was playing around with him. So that's a pretty fun idea for this season. Yeah, before we go on, I want to look and see what his parts are. They're not all available yet. Yeah, there's some that are still secret, but the first one that he comes with is called Bonehead, so it kind of looks like a helmet, but bone-colored, and it has horns. There's Pimento, which is an angry-looking olive (laughs) with toothpicks coming out of it. Raw Power is a sushi roll with... Green something for eyes. Based on sushi I've had, I would say it's probably cucumber bits. Uh, He can have Tomato Head's head. He can have just kind of a generic soldier helmet looking head. A toothbrush head and a soda cap head. (laughs) My favorites are, so far, the olive, the sushi, and the cap. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see since there's so many more that we can't see yet what they will be. Yeah. Probably some more fun ones. Arms, we've got ones that are similar to his head. Just kind of a beige color with spiky shoulders. There's red and black arms. There's tentacle arms, which are cool. More robotic arms. I don't even know what these yellow ones are. They kind of look like... They're tools. Yeah, some sort of tool, like like one of those extendable knives. I don't know, that used to Box open boxes. Cutter. Yeah. 
<laughs> extendable knife to cut open boxes. <laughs> um, there's one where he's got like spiky knuckles and then skeleton arms. The only legs that are available right now are just the basic legs. Actually, his pants look way too big for him. I don't no, know how there's, an, there's another one. Oh, yeah, I was going to mention that one too. But yeah, there's the basic legs, which have pants, like actual fabric looking pants. And then he's got plastic legs with camo on them. And then just one torso right now. So I'm very curious what the rest of that will be. One interesting thing that I've noticed is that a couple of NPCs have said weird things to me while I'm him, referring to my head, so I wonder if he has special dialogue with all the characters. If so, that's going to be really cool, because I don't know if I've <laughs> noticed any special dialogue before or just heard about it. Like, So certain NPCs, they'll say different things if you're a specific skin. Yes. It usually has to do with the storyline. Like... If you're Jules and you talk to Midas as an NPC, he will say that he's related to you, basically. I don't have a specific dialogue in mind, that's just an example. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that happened, but that's the sort of thing. I think that... it's the other way around, maybe. That if you're Midas yeah. and you talk to Jules when she was an NPC, she'd call you dad. Maybe. Haven't experienced it. Anyway, back to the battle pass. Oh, we're still on page one of the battle pass. It's got both Eevee and Snap, so we can move on. Well, let's just go through the skins mainly. Yeah. So the next skin is Adira. She's just kind of a girl with pink hair and a battle suit. Yeah, futuristic looking. Then there is Stormfarer. He's kind of a ninja. He's got what looks like a bandage wrapped all around his head except for his eyes. Yes. He's got yellow and green colors. Next is Malik, who's kind of like a king or a knight. He's got a cape and kind of yeah. a medieval look, but also modern. Modern medieval. His sword is called the King's Oath. I would say he looks really young for a king. He totally looks like a modern teenager with his hairstyle and his glasses. <laughs> but <laughs> apparently he is a king of some sort. And then there is Sabina. I, uh, she's just a girl with long pinkish braids and a dress that looks like you'd wear to a red carpet. Yeah, I was going to say it looks of. like a Kardashian <laughs> dress. <laughs> it's got lots of cutouts. And a big spiderweb tattoo on her leg, so I don't know what her deal is, but it's pretty mm. interesting. And then the final skin of the season, the big one, is Darth Vader. Yeah. And then uh, also involved in this are different versions of all the skins, except for Darth Vader. Yeah, different colors and outfits, as usual. Once you get past level 100, we can't see everything yet, but I assume we'll be like normal, just more variations on things. So I'm guessing we'll probably get something like a silver or gold Darth Vader at some point. Oh yeah, I didn't even think about that. Different Darth Vader colors. Yeah, I'm thinking, is that even allowed? What if he's contractually obligated to be black? <laughs> Maybe just his <laughs> cape or something. Yeah. Yeah, I know people 
were saying online they, they didn't like his outfit because it doesn't look like it does exactly in the movies. I don't well, know the difference. <laughs> yeah, I don't know either. It looks like Darth Vader to me. So, yes, that is the Battle Pass. I decided to get it because I think a lot of the wraps, the gun wraps in this season look like things I would want to use. So I figured cool. it would be worth it. I think we should have our discussion of the event later on after we go through all of the lore. All right. But it ended, the the event that ended the previous season moving into this season, it ended with just music playing over a bunch of mushrooms that were lighting up in time to the music, and it said something about just vibin'. I can't remember if it said it actually on the Fortnite program or if it was just on their social media. So I thought, you know, maybe the next season will be called Vibin'. And I was right, it is. <laughs> yes. The idea is that our battle against the IO from last season is done, and now it's just party-themed. Yes, everything is spray-painted and colorful art, and there's party stuff everywhere. There's lots of, like, floaties in the ocean. Like people are going to have a, swim, a beach party. And the the biggest thing in my eyes is that the character Cuddle Team Leader built a roller coaster that you can ride on. Yes, I was totally not expecting that. <laughs> it's not a traditional roller coaster because you get into a plastic, I assume plastic, I don't know what it's made of, a clear orb to ride on it. At least whenever I ride on it, it seems like I'm off-center, so it looks like I'm gonna fall off, but I never do. Yeah, they're called, um, Ballers, and they were in Fortnite, like, a long time ago, so they finally came back. Oh, I didn't know that. But yeah, you don't- you don't have them just for the roller coaster, you can also drive around in them other places. There are also other new traversal options, because (laughs) You can now ride on wolves and pigs. Yes! It's a little difficult, at least in my opinion, but you if you just hop onto them at just the right time, I think a heart <laughs> actually comes out of their head. Yeah. <laughs> like, they love you, and then you can ride them, and I think you can do anything on them, because you can sprint, you can jump, you can fire weapons. You can even drink potions, which is helpful, because you can't do that while driving a car. Yeah. Or running, so yeah. I don't know what happens if there's like two wolves and you ride on one of them, if the other one still hates you or not. I haven't had that happen yet. Yeah, I don't know. Can more than one follow you? Because if, if, you, if you tame them normally, if you get off, then the it will follow you. And you can get back on. Our big new location... This season is called Reality Falls, and it's on the west side of the map. And what was there before? I want to say Slurpee Swamp, but that was last (laughs) chapter. I don't think there was really anything there. I wonder if it was just kind of a forest, since it's still a forest. Yeah, I can't picture any town being there. It's like between Greasy Grove and the Big Mountain. Yeah. The mountain that was uh, Covert Canyon, is that what it was called? Yep. Now it's and called, now it's called Rave, Rave Cave. Cave. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, Reality Falls. Got a big tree. 
it's all very blue and purple these bouncy mushrooms and giant mushrooms yeah different mushrooms do different things they're smaller blue ones that you can bounce off and they also give you some shield Mm-hmm. And then there are big ones that don't do anything, but you can chop them down and they turn into wood. And yeah. then there are reality saplings. So to plant a reality sapling, you have to find a seed and then plant it. And then as long as no one else destroys it, you can come back to it in future matches and get fruit off it, which turns into gold and other items that you can use. So it's kind of similar to tents. I never really use tents, but Mm -hmm. tents you actually have to store stuff in. The reality saplings, they just give you stuff. You don't have to store anything in them. (laughs) So it's basically no work. The the idea is that if you, the longer you take care of it, then the better stuff it will give you. Yeah. So supposedly it could give you, like, a mythic weapon, I heard. Oh. If you take care of it to the end. Yeah. I don't know how long that takes in real time. I'm pretty sure, because I read this somewhere. I read something conflicting, but I think they just didn't know what they were talking about. Pretty sure you can only have one sapling at a time. Yes. If you plant a new one, that just becomes yours. But you can take stuff off other people's saplings, I've noticed. Yes. It's really nice. I think someone cut down my sapling because I was looking for it today and it was gone. But it was fine. I hadn't done anything with it. Yeah. The last time I planted one, I made sure I put it, like, right in this specific place along a river so it was easy for me to know right where it was when I parachute onto the map. Yeah. I think a lot of people, since you get the reality seeds close to the tree that's where a lot of people just plant their trees so it's an easy spot for you to lose your tree also because everybody's there anyway (laughs) yeah so should we get to the main theme of the episode sure the fortnite lore the fortnite lore fortnite is so confusing you guys (laughs) yeah because i think they're making it up as they go yeah, I think it's you know, planned out to some degree, but based on what yeah. I read, there wasn't as much of a storyline at the beginning as there is now. So yes. I watched a few YouTube videos recently and looked at the Fortnite wiki to compile the lore that I'm going to tell you. So it's by no means perfect. If people got things wrong in their videos, <laughs> then that's on them. <laughs> <laughs> If you search YouTube for things like Fortnite Storyline or Fortnite The Story So Far, you can watch these videos and get a lot more detail. Like I said, it seems like there wasn't really much of a storyline in Chapter 1, but by the end of Chapter 1, beginning of Chapter 2, we were getting into the really complex story that we're still in. Fortnite lore is focused on the zero point. Usually the zero point is up in the sky, a glowing ball, Actually, in this season, it's in the lake somehow. But yes, the zero point supposedly controls all realities. And the Fortnite Island is one of these realities called Reality Zero. And supposedly the zero point created Reality Zero as a place to live and protect itself. 
This next thing I heard in one video, I don't know how true it is, but it's that the IO kidnaps people from other realities and forces them to fight each other in Battle Royale. I haven't heard anyone else say that, so I don't know if that's true. <laughs> yeah, I have not heard anything about that. The IO is very concerned with the island, obviously, but I don't know about the kidnapping part. Supposedly, the IO are the people who created the loop, which is the basic idea of Battle Royale, that the island resets every 22 minutes, I think. Mm -hmm. So that's how long a game of Fortnite Battle Royale lasts, assuming that people are still living <laughs> yeah, <laughs> to that, till that point. And I'm very confused about the loop, because the island is slowly changing over time, like from week to week, and definitely from season to season, yet these people and all the things they build are reset every 22 minutes. So I don't know how that works. I also saw actually in one of these videos, I believe it was in one of the Batman Fortnite comics where it said the seven have special suits that keep them from getting caught in the loop. But there's all these NPCs who I don't think are necessarily caught in the loop either. Yeah. I mean, maybe to a degree. So yeah, I think there's a lot that's really not explained very well. Leaving the loop creates a copy of you called a snapshot. And this is why we have so many Jonesy characters, because he's left the loop and come back so many times. One video claimed that the default skins are snapshots of IO agents. That would make sense with Jonesy, I don't know about the rest of them. Yeah. And I don't know if there's any more about this in Save the World mode, but much of the technology in the game, including the loot llamas, was made by VenderTech, which V-Bucks are named for. I haven't played a lot of Save the World yet, but I haven't come across anything like that so far. Okay. So, if I progress more in the story, I'll let you know. Alright, now I'm going to go through season by season. Chapter 1 began on September 16th, 2017, meaning that Fortnite Battle Royale is now almost five years old. Chapter Yay. 1, Season 1 was just <laughs> beginning the game. Season 2 had the first battle pass, and it was medieval-themed. In Season 3, the weekly challenges began, and it was space-themed because a comet was heading towards the island. Season 4 was superhero and movie-themed. A movie was being made on the island called It Came From Moisty Mire. I saw references to both a comet and a meteor, which aren't the same thing, but I don't know if the people writing the wiki thought they were the same thing. So I'm not sure if there's a comet and a meteor or just one thing. Anyway, a comet or the meteor brought hop rocks, which you can eat and they make you uh, go into a low gravity mode for a bit so you can hop around the island. And the meteor also brought the first of the seven, the visitor. The visitor used hop rocks and a movie prop rocket to gather energy and create a rift that let him escape. I'm not sure why he got, came there in the first place. Because <laughs> he's the visitor. Yeah. <laughs> 
There is a subreddit, you know, called Noah Get the Boat, which is like, when things are so terrible you just want to leave the world, and there's a Fortnite one called Visitor Get the Rocket. (laughs) (laughs) Alright, season five was called Worlds Collide, where things from other realities began coming through the rift that the Visitor created, including Kevin the Cube. Drift comes in, and he is supposedly the first real person on the island who's not a snapshot. Again, I'm not really sure if that makes any difference. He came from (laughs) America, yes. (laughs) And wasn't it when he came that a Durberger head went into the United States, or wherever he was, and places with him? (laughs) What if one really showed up as, like, a publicity stunt? I mean... There was a video, so maybe they just left it there. Who knows? Oh. In the middle of the desert. Huh. I don't know if I've seen that, or if I did, I forgot. Yeah, if you watch, like, the season trailer for that season, it shows Mm. it happen. Wow. Alright, season six was called Darkness Rises, where the cube destroys a lot of things. That's a common theme you'll hear in this. A lot of seasons have a lot of things destroyed. Anyway, it destroys a lot of things and sends us to the in-between in a live event. Which is somehow beyond, like, all their realities. It makes sense, though, that things would be destroyed each season, because then it gives you an excuse for there to be new places. Yeah. Season 7 was called You Better Watch Out. Obviously winter and Christmas themed. An iceberg collided with the island. (laughs) And the major character in that season was the Ice King. Our new villain. Is he a villain? I don't really know. I'm not sure either. (laughs) (laughs) Season 8 was called X Marks the Spot, which is obviously pirate-themed. And in that, the Ice King's prisoner creates a volcano that destroys things around the island. I heard this referred to as the Fire King in one video but I couldn't find any other reference to the Fire King. Alright. In Season 9, the theme was The Future is Yours. And there is a Cyclops monster called the Devourer, who I think may have been the Ice King's prisoner. Again, it was unclear. And he starts eating buildings. Just like my favorite card from the board game. I guess it's not a board game. From the card game, Dixit. Okay, it's not even my favorite card. I don't know if I have a favorite card, but it's got a good backstory to it. Anyway, there's a card of a guy eating buildings, and the drawer in Fortnite was eating buildings. (laughs) I wish I could see that. Maybe it's in a trailer. Or, uh, like, a video of an event. Because it was defeated by Mecha Team Leader who is the big bear robot sort of thing, who we saw again recently. And Mecha Team Leader was piloted by a character named Singularity, the Zero Point Guardian. And there is a theory that she is the same person as Paradigm, and also a theory that she is a double agent somehow. Next was Season 10, also called Season X, called Out of Time. And the Zero Point became so damaged by everything going on that it explodes. The Seven show up to try to save it, but they can't, so it becomes a black hole. Dun dun dun. Then we've got Chapter 2, which began in October 2019. So Chapter 1 lasted about two years. 
It started with season one, drop into a new world. The seven somehow turned the black hole into a new island. There are agents from a group called Ego. At least one video said that they are IO scouts. These were, again, based on one video. Actual people, not snapshots. Supposedly they came to the island and found snapshots of themselves and one of them, 8-Ball, his snapshot killed him. That's all I have about that <laughs> season. I know it's a very dramatic ending. Yeah. Alright, Chapter 2, Season 2, the one that I really wish I could play, it was called Top Secret, and it was spy-themed, and it focused on Midas. He used to work for the IO, which is bizarre. I've made up some backstory for Midas for fanfic purposes, but it is <laughs> definitely not canon-compliant. I have no idea what he was doing for the IO. But now, he's creating a doomsday device to try to stop the storm and the loop to set people free. He hires loopers. If you didn't know, loopers are what us characters are called. He hires loopers to be his secret agents and runs the agency, which later has a spin-off group called Ghost, while the chaos agent, who can control the weather, creates an enemy organization called Alter, which becomes, or has a spin-off group, called Shadow. Chaos Agent is actually working for Midas all along, meaning everyone's ultimately working for Midas, so good for him. <laughs> His doomsday device doesn't work because it turns out the storm is somehow alive and it fights back, and also the IO seem to be trying to help the storm survive. Ultimately, the agency explodes... And during that end-of-season event, we get to see the IO's offices and Agent Jones working there amidst all this chaos of things flying around. Yes. Season 3 was called Splashdown, where the island was flooded because of everything that happened with the storm. Midas' daughter Jules turns up, I think she was first in this season, not the previous one, and she turns yeah. the agency into the authority which becomes the Shadow Headquarters. Well, Ghost has their own headquarters called the Fortilla. And one of my favorite places, Coral Castle, appears. What a place. Yes. <laughs> In season four, it was called Nexus War, and this is Marvel-themed. I think this is the first time I played, but it was only like one round. <laughs> Yes, me too, because I ended up with a free Thor loading screen. <laughs> so yeah. I had to have gotten into this season. <laughs> there is a supervillain called Galactus that wants to eat or absorb Zero Point to get its energy. And somehow, Thor and Iron Man show up to help us out. And Iron Man, a.k.a. Tony Stark, transports his workshop to the island to make a lot of battle buses with bombs in them. And then, I think it was in the end event of this season, the players got to fly the buses into Galactus's mouth to sort of destroy him and rift him back to wherever he came from. Quite a plan. Glad it worked. Yeah. Season 5. Actually called Zero Point. Dr. Sloan, this may have been the first time she showed up, or was her voice, maybe? Yeah, it was just her voice. I don't think she had a name yet. Yeah. Yeah, it was her voice. 
She tells Agent Jones to fix the unstable zero point, so he jumps into different realities to get the best fighters. I had not heard this story till yesterday when I was researching. So his quest to get the best fighters led to a lot of crossovers in the season, so we had Alien, Predator, The Terminator, Street Fighter, The Mandalorian, and Halo. Agent Jones decides to quit working for the IO and work with the Seven instead. And to save the island, he has to seal the foundation. And I'm not sure how the foundation came there. I'm sorry. (laughs) He has to seal the foundation into the zero point using a portal device. And that sealed up zero point becomes the spire. Also, this is the season where Mancake was in the Battle Pass. I had to mention that for Emma. I I know it's so um, upsetting because I know I leveled enough, <laughs> leveled up enough that if I had the Battle Pass, I would have gotten Mancake. But obviously, I didn't buy the Battle Pass because I wasn't oh. playing Fortnite that much. I don't oh, well. know if I really knew what the Battle Pass was back then. <laughs> I'm not sure how much I played. Hopefully, he'll get a reskin in the future, and I can get him in the item shop or something. Yeah. Alright, the next season was when we started playing in earnest and bought the Battle Pass. It's called Primal. One video notes that it seems like some time has passed because the Zero Point event destroyed a lot of things and now it seems like people have started to build villages around the Spire and in the Tilted Towers area. I don't remember what it was called. Uh, Bony Burbs. Yeah, Bony Burbs. There's a character named Raz who wants to learn everything he can about the Spire, so he collects crystals that might be related to the cube, and collects Spire artifacts, and ends up summoning the aliens by mistake. That lore was not clear to me. Yeah, I didn't know that either. (laughs) I thought they were just, like, whatever he was doing is just, like, turning him evil. Yeah, that did happen. Yeah, but I totally missed the alien part. Again, this may not be the exact intentions. This might just be YouTubers' interpretations. (laughs) Yeah. And this leads us into the next season, Invasion, which is obviously alien-themed. The mothership shows up and destroys the spire. I think that the foundation comes out and he goes into the ocean, if I remember right? I don't remember. Or maybe he was in the ocean before and then he came back to be put into the spire. I can't remember why that is in the storyline, but he was in the ocean for a while. Uh, anyway, um, aliens are taking over the island. Meanwhile, some characters like Sunny welcome the aliens and think they're a good thing. And Dr. Sloan from IO finally shows up to learn about the aliens and try to fight them, because basically Io thinks they own the island. In the event that leads into Season 8, Cubed, Dr. Sloan tries to destroy the mothership, wanting to kill us in the process, but then a bunch of cubes appear. This is another thing I was not aware of. It turns out the aliens were just a front for the cube queen. So she has an alien army or something. He wants to destroy the zero point to destroy all realities except hers, which is the last reality. And 
I did learn that there are references to the aliens being the last reality, so it seems like there is a definite connection to her through the aliens. Okay. Also, during these last few seasons, the DC Fortnite comics are also taking place, meaning that Batman and Catwoman are on the island, and also the Foundation ends up in Gotham City for a while. I did read the first comic, I have not read the second one. I think there's just two. I also have seen that there are Marvel comics, and I have no idea how those play into anything, because I haven't read those. Well, they just came out, like, a week ago, so... Oh, I didn't know it was that new. All right. And these um, last three seasons, Primal Invasion and Cube, were by far my favorite seasons so far. Chapter three has not been as good, in my opinion. But it's starting to pick up. I really like this vibe and thing so far. Mm. All right. Into chapter three, which began December 2021. Season one was flipped because the Foundation and Jonesy somehow flipped the island when we were fighting the Cube Queen. Io drills through the island from the other side. I don't know how they were surviving. Well, they had like a base in the middle of the island. Oh, that's right. Like we were right. underground. Yeah. They yeah! Just like in the water. She was under the barn. Yeah. Sloan was. At least in the alien season she was. Um, I think it was yeah. still there in, in Cube. It's hard to remember sometimes what's in what season. Mm. Anyway, again, as we begin Chapter 3, the Seven sets up outposts, because finally they want to help us out. <laughs> <laughs> season 2 was Resistance, which we just finished, so this is a clear war between the Seven and the I.O. I.O. creates covert cavern, vaults, and airships. The Joneses don't want to fight anymore, so they just hang out in their own area. And the Origin plans our fight against the IO. And then after our fight, we get to Vibin, which is our calm summer party theme. And I feel like there has to be like a boss or something at some point, so I don't know if we'll have to fight Darth Vader or what, but for now it's calm. Yeah, I think it's pretty clear from the trailers that Darth Vader is going to be on the island, and he'll have like a mythic lightsaber. It'll be really interesting to have a boss without a gun, unless he does end up having a gun. Yeah, but we've had bosses with different varying abilities, so... Yeah. You know, like teleporting or charging or grenades. So it's not like they all just have a gun. Yeah, I'm mainly thinking of Huntmaster Saber, which comes up and grabs you, basically. Yeah, he teleports. Who has grenades? Didn't Gunner have grenades? Oh, he he might have. Yeah, he had a gun too. Or like Sloan, she had clones that you had to find like the real her. So yeah, who knows what Darth will be if he is uh, indeed there. (laughs) Alright, well, I don't think I put any notes on this, but hopefully we can rely on our memories and talk about the end of season events, which was about a week ago, as we record this, less than a week ago. So let's see, how did it start? We were in, we were on the moon. Yes, because Paradigm was there fixing up Mecha Team Leader, who we previously mentioned from Chapter 1. And so we were inside Mecha Team Leader, and 
there were these pods we could sit in that were maybe virtual reality because you could shoot things while you were in them, but then we came out of them for the main event. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we uh, dove down onto the island in this giant bear suit made of metal. There were a ton of, like, IO tanks and rockets and stuff like that that we had to fight our way through. Yep, so it was a lot of shooting. And then we are weakened. But then... (laughs) The, The true hero arrives. Yes! So, there were some quests about teaching Peely how to drive throughout the season. Well, Peely showed up with a slurp juice truck. (laughs) Yes, to heal the robot. Yeah, the robot was able to heal by pouring that on itself, which makes no sense. I guess slurp juice is magic. And then we were able to defeat them. And then, I don't remember how it ended. <laughs> oh, Sloan was like trying to pull the the zero point into a, like a device that would destroy it, right? So he had to shoot the device to stop it. Oh, did I just completely miss that? There were these crystals we had to break. <laughs> but yeah, um, we were fighting our way up there, and we came across Sloan. Oh, oh, that's right, because we were we were in the collider. I forgot about the collider yeah. till now. That was yeah built a few weeks ago. Yeah, and then Sloan was. She was, like, gonna give an epic villain speech or whatever, but then the Paradigm used the giant robot hand to squish her down, so she's probably dead. (laughs) (laughs) I shouldn't laugh. But, yeah, that's the main thing I remember. Um, Also, I think... Oh, was that the zero point, like, inside the collider? I I could be remembering wrong, but I think that's what it was. Because I remember it, like, flashing different things, including Star Wars characters. Yeah, it was showing different things in different realities, I guess. Yeah. I think I didn't realize that was the zero point at the time because I didn't know much about the zero point until I did all this research afterwards. Yeah. And yeah, um I don't know how it all works, but I assume the IO are basically just dead. I think I heard that there's still like one IO guard on the map, oh. but he's not really doing anything. Interesting. Maybe he missed the memo that <laughs> everything's over. Maybe there were some other IO people who, like, removed them from the loop. I'm trying to think of things that don't involve death. Um, well, I guess, like, <laughs> we're eliminated, we don't die in the game, so maybe they were somehow, like, morphed out of the game that way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so now so now the war's over, everybody's just vibing. Yeah. Are there any tanks left? I didn't see a battle bus. I don't think so. I don't think Okay. I was surprised to see a battle bus because we had drivable battle buses last season and there's still at least one, but it's all painted now. Okay, I don't know how long that took, but I had <laughs> a ton of notes for it. But now, we'd like to go ahead with our own lore ideas, which are more of the fanfic sort of side. Like, we're not talking about, like, the loop and stuff. We're just talking about what goes on on the island. Yeah, just an ordinary day. No one's killing each other. Yeah. So, my first question is, what are shield potions and slurp juice made of? 
And before we get into an answer, I have to say that I'm surprised it took me this long to figure it out. I learned the difference between slurp and shield. Because <laughs> there's slurp fish and shield fish, and slurp mushrooms and shield mushrooms. So slurp can give you health or shield, and obviously shield just gives you shield. But they're all blue, so I just kind of assume they're all the same thing. So I'm not sure if they're made of different things or not. Here is my theory, which I never even thought of until just now. But <laughs> I think it would make sense if the shield mushrooms were just natural, and that's what shield potions and stuff were made out of. But the slurp juice, obviously because of Slurpy Swamp, it seems like it's something that's like in the water. Like it's some natural liquid coming out of the earth or something. Oh, interesting. Yeah, so do you think they were... I never thought about that factory. Were they just kind of sucking it up from the swamp? Yeah, I. that's in my, my little um, notes up ahead. I think that it was uh, where they were, like, bottling it. That makes sense. Maybe that was just it, like, leaking out of the factory, but I think it would make sense oh. if, that's where they, if that's where they got it from. Yeah. For some reason, it never, like crossed my mind to think about what that place was. <laughs> that, like, the fact that, oh, it's got containers and there's also a swamp of it. I never, like, thought about what that meant. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there was a place where it was coming out of the factory and you could stand under it and was draining into the swamp. Yeah. But maybe that was just, like, a side product. Yeah. I don't know what I was trying to say. Not fit for consumption. Yeah, or like a... I want to say a side effect, but that's not it. Byproduct, that's the word. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, that's interesting. Um, I, I wondered, too, if maybe like they somehow made things out of fish. But that is an interesting thought. Maybe the fish are just like soaking it up from the water somehow. Yeah. Alright, my next question is, what's up with the video cameras in some seasons? We do know that early on there was a movie being made that was the theme of Chapter 1, Season 4. But I remember in one of the seasons we played there, or more than one, there were cameras pointed at Jonesy cutouts, so mm. <laughs> I don't know what they're doing there. I mean, they could be checking the lighting or something. Yeah, maybe there's just a lot of amateur filmmaking going on because we have yeah. risk, risky reels where obviously they show movies. Yeah. The drive-in theater. So I was thinking, like, checking lighting with a cutout seems bad because obviously that's different than a real 3D person. <laughs> <laughs> maybe they're storyboarding. I'm pretty sure I read a long time ago that early on in Fortnite you could actually, like, stop and watch movies during the game. That sounds fun. So, yeah, that would be kind of cool if that came back. You could do that with the Martin Luther King Jr. creative mode, but obviously you're not fighting people in that one, so you have time to watch it. Yeah. And going off of that, what TV and movies do they watch? We don't really have a lot of clues about that. Yeah, there seem to be a lot of TVs. I don't know where they got all the TVs, but in Rave Cave there are two walls, I think, made of TVs right now. <laughs> yeah. We know that they do have, like, radio shows because in the Alien seasons, 
there were different radios you could interact with and get updates about the alien invasion. Yeah, and there's radios in the cars. But that's obviously just news and music, so I don't know what they watch. I think the... There was a radio station in one season, too. I don't know what they broadcast. But they had a little studio. Oh, was that a weather station? Oh, yeah. I don't know. They don't have to do weather 24-7, though. <laughs> it could get boring. I think maybe uh, people just make a bunch of weird movies by themselves, and that's what everyone watches. Yeah. I wonder if they have any way to, like, get... I don't know what their main land is. And again, this is our own, like, you know, as if it were a normal world thing, like, not in a loop and all that. Like, yeah. do they have any way to use... Oh, maybe satellites to get stuff from other places. Yeah. I was going to say antennas, but this is what satellites are for. But yeah, I like that. Maybe they do have a little, like, amateur movie industry going on. Oh, I just remembered too. I assumed it was for like making ads that there was a little like movie studio sort of thing in Flush Factory one season with a toilet in it. <laughs> yeah. Like filming or there's a, ca- a regular camera, I don't remember. Mhm. It had its own it was little like a green screen stage. Yeah. Oh, and in the big building with all the stairs and risky reels there's a room with green screens in it yeah this leads us to what are the major industries i wrote like a a little paragraph about this go into yours if there's anything that i thought of that you didn't i'll let you know we know that there are definitely docks like there was dirty docks so clearly there's like imports and exports to the island probably Either they're shipping things out or they're shipping things in. And the island is pretty small and it doesn't seem to produce like a lot besides some farms. There's fruit and vegetables. Uh, But there have been a few factories like we mentioned like the toilet factory and the slurp factory where they probably manufactured slurp barrels and maybe even like the chug splash soda. So maybe people on other islands drink Chuck Splash. Oh, And I remembered uh, in this season, now we have Logjam Lumberyard, so there's logging. I think there were some, like, chopped down trees in previous seasons, too. So people are harvesting wood. There also used to be, there also used to be a box factory, because I think that was run by Meowsles, because cats like boxes. Oh, that's cute. And I think <laughs> I remember a robot factory at some point too. At least like oh had yeah, a few in in Caddy Corner there was kind of like oh, a robot yeah. factory. Yeah, that might be Kits <laughs> since he has robot parts, maybe. And there's definitely just a lot of normal things like restaurants. There's a there was a grocery store, like a bookstore before. Yeah. In retail row. Uh, there was a detective agency. Oh. And there's also insurance agencies. So they definitely have a lot of things. I didn't realize till a few days ago that no sweat insurance is like sweaty players. I have no idea yeah. if that is intentional. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for um, chains of places, there's 
Noms, which I I think that's just a grocery store. I don't think that's a restaurant. Mm-hmm. And then for restaurants, we've got Sticks, which has fish stick, Pizza Pit with tomato head, and Durr Burger with Grill beef Sergeants boss. and yeah, Beef Boss. Yeah, there seems to be lore that Tomato Head and Beef Boss are like these huge rivals when it comes to like, the <laughs> fast food industry. But we don't know, do they only have those restaurants on the island, or are there more on other islands? Wasn't there another pizza place, too? Oh, Pizza Pete! Pizza Pete! Yeah, Pizza Pete. I wonder who Pete is. Is that Tomato's real name? (laughs) (laughs) There's There's uh, also a taco place. Yeah! Yeah. Is the taco place called Guaco? Or is that just a character? No, that's just his name. Yeah, we know Bow Bros has a restaurant, so it's definitely a lot of a lot of food to be eaten. Bow Bros has been scouting out restaurant locations in the last couple seasons. Well, last season he said that like that was his cover story, but it sounds like this season he actually is looking for a restaurant location. In this season, I think he said like business is booming, so I think he's oh, he found good. his spot. Good. I see you have a note about tourism, and I did kind of write about this. So, yes. it's pretty clear the island is not densely populated. The towns are pretty far apart, and they're very small. They have towns of housing for maybe a dozen people each. <laughs> yeah. So, I think that it would make sense if the island was just kind of like a camping and fishing destination for people from other islands. Yeah. Because... There's lots of tents and RVs around, so it would make sense if people are always oh, yes. on the go. And there's some um, touristy areas, like the beach, and um, Sleepy Sound could, you know, it could be like a permanent area, but it could be like a place where people go to like live by the water for a yeah, little while. Yeah, there's definitely like some beach houses on the east side of the map right now in the ocean. Maybe that's where people go on vacation. Yeah. And I think it also makes sense if a lot of people are coming and going all the time. uh, Why there's such a diverse group of people. And why they aren't uh, always around for a long time. They just kind of come and go. And people see a lot of strange things. So they aren't too (laughs) concerned if someone suddenly who looks like an alien shows up. Named Human Bill, but he says he's a human, so you're like, I've seen weirder. I believe him. Yeah, that's great. Uh, Let's see. There's also, obviously, gas stations and car repair places, but those are helpful to have when you're traveling. Let's see. I said construction slash maintenance. You mentioned logging, so I guess along with construction. Clearly a lot of things are being built in the season right now. We saw, like, some buildings going up, and there's actually a contest right now where people can design a new building for Tilted Towers. I didn't know that. Yeah. Like, is it something you have to, like, build in the game, or is it, like, um, concept art? I think you build it in the game, but I don't know for sure. Uh, There's also hunting and fishing. I haven't, like seen NPCs do those things, but obviously fishing is a a giant side quest you can do each season yeah. since it's a collection of fish to get. And then you can hunt 
frogs, pigs, chickens, birds, and wolves. Dinosaurs sometimes. Oh yeah. I know there's there was at least one character in previous season. I can't remember his name, but he was like fishing themed, so clearly Yeah. There's at least some NPC. I just remembered um compact cars. So there's definitely yeah. like, uh scrapyards. Yeah. Dummy works there. People seem pretty um handy. Like they can yeah. Make use of anything. Like spark plug. Since there are no schools on the island, if there are children, they probably take a flying bus similar to the battle bus. <laughs> <laughs> but not a battle bus. I wonder what the uh where the bus stops are for a flying bus. Yeah, I mean I guess they just fly around until they are done and then they just land where they started. <laughs> Cuz you you got to parachute to school each day. Whatever <laughs> island the school's at. How do you how do you get on the bus? Oh, I didn't think about people getting on the bus. <laughs> <laughs> Just getting off. Huh. That's a good question. Yeah, like, it has to land at some point. You know, like, the the starting island where, like, it's filling in the match? There's yeah. buses parked there in, like, barns. Huh, yeah. Maybe people go to that island by boat. I think maybe people could also commute to work on different islands by bus. Yeah. Or, obviously, a lot of boat travel. Or commute there from other places to work. And I was going to say, maybe there's no schools because children just don't exist in this world. But since jewels exist, they probably do. Unless she was, like, some (laughs) clone or robot child or something. Uh, I would not have guessed that. So I assume she's not, but I guess we don't know. The only, like, evidence that children exist is, like, teddy bears on beds, I guess. Yeah. Obviously, there aren't, like, child characters. I guess there was Morty from Wreck and Morty, but, you know, everyone's about the same height, looks about the same age. Maybe if it's a vacation destination, no kids even live there except maybe in the summer. Like, they come with their parents. I really don't know. But yeah, you mentioned the teddy bears, but anybody can have teddy bears. (laughs) Yes, absolutely. Uh, I noted, yeah, no schools. Very limited medical care. When Remedy was an NPC, she would give you some (laughs) healing stuff. Yeah, she just had, like, a little shack with, like, an IV. That's, that's, like, literally (laughs) all it was. If you break your arm, you just gotta... um, Pour some slurp on it, I guess. <laughs> so yeah, I think it's just pretty small communities. People are probably pretty tight knit. Probably yeah. know what's going on in the island at all times. Not many secrets. Well, this is all really interesting. Oh, I thought of another thing: car racing because there's chunkers. Yeah, <laughs> that may not be your career, but it could be racing people. Yeah. Oh, yeah. A lot of of hobby opportunities. Yeah. Even there was, like, the um, lawnmower race place Yeah. (laughs) a few seasons ago. And they've got mountains, so you could do skiing or things like that there. Yes. Yeah. It's interesting that it's a small island, but it has so many different 
climates. <laughs> That's pretty unrealistic. I think. Yeah, I who well, who knows how their world works? Because in these new seasons, it seems so like isolated. Like it's own it's its own little bubble just floating in an ocean. Which is what it's supposed to be for the loop purposes, but then like, yeah, that but like explain all the other things. Where did it come from before that? Yeah, it's it's a mystery. It'll be very interesting to see how things continue. I hope Fortnite stays around for a long time, but that means we'll have a lot more crazy storyline stuff happening. Yes. Well, moving on to the last part of today's episode. We recently played some duos where I had the game translated into Italian, since I've studied Italian off and on for years, and Emma had it in Spanish, and we found some interesting character names and things. So, Emma, I know you didn't write much down, but can you tell us about <laughs> the few things that we remember from Spanish? Um. Yeah, I really don't remember very much, because I, I have a very bad memory. Um, one thing I, was that in the character description for Peely, I noticed there was a pun, which was cool, that I could recognize a pun in a different language, um, which would very easily translate to that he was, he was, it was about him learning how to drive, so it's saying he was, like, trying to gain a new banana ability, which <laughs> I thought was really great. And it's not there in the English version. Yeah. I feel like there might have been a different one in the Italian version, but I don't remember. Or maybe I'm thinking of the English one where it may have said, like, appealing or something like that. Yeah. Also, his name is Banano in Spanish. <laughs> so the peely jellyfish is a banano jellyfish. So it just looked like a banana jellyfish. And then, you have another one? Um, there are just some, some good alternate names for uh, different... Points of interest, like what's it? What's it even called in English? <laughs> Coney Crossroads. I have such a hard time remembering these things in English when I have to think <laughs> yeah. about them. Yeah, Coney Crossroads was Creamy Crossing. <laughs> I like that. Greasy Grove was like Cholesterol Town, basically. <laughs> like it, it wasn't. It wasn't town. It was something a little fancier than that. But yeah, yeah. I thought that was funny. Well, in Italian, I learned that Victory Royale is Vittoria Royale. The game sure modes are, inter <laughs> are interesting <laughs> because, like, solo, duo, and trio are Italian words. But it's singolo, copie for duos, which is, like, couples. And trios is terzetti. And squads is squadre. I didn't look a lot into the different weapons in Italian, but it was interesting that shotguns didn't have their own name. They were just called heavy rifles. Hmm. And then for characters, Peely is Bananita. Tuna fish, which is T-O-O-N-A fish, is also a pun in Italian. He is Cartono. Which is putting cartoon together with the word for tuna. Cluck is coco de, which apparently means cluck, but it sounds more like a rooster sound than like a cluckian sound to me. Mm. 
Fabio Sparklemane is Fabio Fultachioma, which means full hair. (laughs) (laughs) JB Chimpansky is almost the same, but the world for chimpanzee is is similar, so it's JB Chimpansky. Uh, What's his name? Bushranger is Defensore dei Boschi, which is Defender of the Woods. Midas is Mida, without the S, so that's a very different sound to me. Mm. Dummy is Manikino, like mannequin. Crustina is Pomina, which is similar to tomato. The name for Maven translates to know-it-all, <laughs> which I guess is could kind of be what Maven means. But Maven sounds like more of an actual name. <laughs> The character Kit Bash, who is kind of like Kit, but either has like a like fake-looking cat head or a toaster head, depending on which version you have. In Italian, it's just the word custom, like just the English word custom. Madcap the Mushroom in Italian is Kung Fu. <laughs> <laughs> and like he doesn't seem like a martial arts kind of character. Um... I think maybe he was meditating sometimes in the season he was in. But yeah. then later on I realized maybe the foo part is like fungi, like fungus. Oh, sorry, I mean fungus. Maybe <laughs> 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 like just mixed up. So it's like a kung fu fungus. Scuba Jonesy is called Jonesy Sub. Um, so maybe like submarine. Yeah. Triggerfish's name translates to crossbowfish. And Beef Boss's name was half translated, so he's Monzo Boss. And then for emotes, I don't remember what the English name is, but there's the one where there's a watering can and a strawberry. And yeah. in Italian, it's Fragolina Rimpalzina, which translates to Little Strawberry Bounces, which is exactly what it is. Yeah. <laughs> is it called, like, Berry Bounce, maybe? Oh, yeah, I, maybe. I could be wrong, but... There's a Horizon Zero Dawn emote that I think in English is Heart Risen, and it's kind of the same thing in Italian. The word for heart is cuore, so it's Quorizen. Mm-hmm. Will Saucer is Mini Disco, which <laughs> just sounds a lot cuter <laughs> to me. So the money one is called Make It Rain, and the banana version is called Make It Plantain. In Italian, it's I don't know if I can say this right. Bananillionario. So, like, bananillionaire. (laughs) (laughs) I don't remember what the ice cream truck one is in English, but in Italian it's arriba il gelatino, which means the ice cream arrives. (laughs) (laughs) The one from the movie Free Guy, don't have a good day, have a great day, is called Bravo Ragazzo, which is like brave boy or good boy. So that just seemed like an odd name for it. Well, it's probably the like Italian name of free guy. Yeah. Yeah, definitely a different context in my mind. Like, it's calling the movie Good Boy. <laughs> Actually, I don't even know why he's called free guy. Is it because he like, I don't know. like wakes I, up I haven't and seen realizes he's... Shree, I've seen it, but I don't remember <laughs> everything about it. Um, 
There's one called Behold, just like waving your hands like you're showing something off, which is Amirate, like admire. I don't know what the Christmas caroling one is in English, but it translates to literally sing together. The toasting marshmallows one translates to hot, hot. <laughs> <laughs> the knitting a sweater emote translates to magic needles. And the cluck spray paint that says bok bok, it's called vola via, which means fly away. Hmm. Oh, and then one I just had to look up because I forgot about it earlier is that the character Spark Plug, her name in Italian is Starter. Like the, the English word starter. <laughs> oh. For a lot of these, uh, the characters' skins especially, the foreign name is either like their actual name or like a literal like translation, but I like finding these ones where it's just kind of a odd sort of <laughs> descriptor instead. Mm -hmm. Like I'm guessing that all the battle pass skins right now are the same in other languages because they're just first names. And Darth Vader, like you're not going to translate Darth Vader, I don't think. I don't think it really means anything. <laughs> A lot of things to translate. Yeah. But I definitely find it harder to concentrate on the game. Even though I've played so much Fortnite, I feel a little bit lost with it in another language because I'm just staring at any words that come up being like, what does that mean? Mm -hmm. Even though you don't like need words to play the game. I feel like I didn't do that as much. Like oh. I was just kind of... I don't know if it's just survival mode, but just, like, <laughs> once you know how to play, you really don't need the words on the screen, so... Right. Oh, also, V-Bucks at the top of the screen, it was just singular, V-Buck in Italian. Yeah. Some interesting stuff. Well, I hope this was an interesting look at the lore and everything. I think we could definitely come up with a lot of our own day-to-day -day lives of the island. Lord yeah. in the future. Thank you for listening. I hope that the official lore was kind of helpful. I know it's very confusing and I'm still very confused. Yeah. Uh, it's like we're at one of those giant detective boards with tons of pictures and red <laughs> thread going between everything trying to connect the dots. Didn't Bunker Jonesy have that? Yeah, I think he did. <laughs> I guess he's in the same boat as we are. Yeah. Or Batman in the comic when he was trying to figure out the loop. I don't know if he had yeah. a board, but it was kind of similar. I haven't checked our email in a while, so sorry if you emailed us and I haven't seen it yet, but our email is butterbarnbanter at gmail.com. Yeah, send us things. We're not up to date on posting this on YouTube, but feel free to comment on our episodes on YouTube as well. Otherwise, just thank you for listening, because we had no idea we'd get any listeners, and it's very cool to have people listening. Yeah, we hope it's informative and entertaining. Yes. If you have any ideas for future episodes, please let us know. And happy Fortniteing. <laughs> yes, have fun with season three. Yeah. Stay vibin'. <laughs> yes! Yeah, enjoy the vibin'. Yes. Goodbye. <laughs>